The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to his disciples, take care not to perform righteous deeds in order that people may see them. Otherwise, you will have no recompense from your heavenly Father. When you give alms, do not blow a trumpet before you as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets to win the praises of others. Amen, I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you give alms, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing, and so that almsgiving may be secret, and your Father who sees in secret will repay you. When you pray, do not pray like the hypocrites, who love to stand and pray in the synagogues and on the street corners so that others may see them. Amen, I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you pray, go to your inner room, close the door and pray to your Father in secret, and your Father who sees in secret will repay you. When you fast, do not look gloomy like the hypocrites, they neglect their appearance so that they may appear to others to be fasting. Amen, I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you fast, anoint your head and wash your face so that you may not appear to be fasting except to your Father who is hidden. And your Father who sees what is hidden will repay you. The Gospel of the Lord. The Lord be with you. This season of Lent, Father Richard and I will be making an invitation every, every Sunday to make a choice. The choice this morning is which path will I choose this Lent? There's possibly, you could say, a few different ways you could live out the season of Lent. One would be in a more cultural Christian sense kind of on the surface, but there's a way of going a lot deeper and a way of having a Lent that will actually change something in your life. On a cultural level, and when I make a distinction like that, I'm usually not saying it's all one or all other. It can kind of be both together. But on a cultural level, we often think of giving up chocolate, giving up watching extra TV, giving up alcohol. And that's the sacrifice we make during the season of Lent, which is very good to do considering how addicted we are to so many things like our telephones, right? And uh, a little bit of self-discipline goes a long way. However, if we're not careful, after 40 days of giving up something you like, at the end of those 40 days, what has really changed in your heart? Possibly you simply desire all the more to watch that television show which you're going to binge watch on Easter or desire more the alcohol or the chocolate. At the end of Lent, you simply love chocolate, alcohol, TV, smartphone more. All right? And there might be a way to do something a little deeper so that at the end of Lent, we love Christ more. The reason we're chasing things like the chocolate and the alcohol and entertainment is because we all have a heart that wants to 
be loved, wants to have joy, wants to have happiness, right? And we're chasing those things which just give us a little bit of that joy, but Christ is the one who will give us the fullness of joy. I do believe that. I'm not saying that because it sounds correct or that's what I'm supposed to say as the priest up here, but I have lived it personally. When we ask, uh, when Jesus asks us to pray fast and give alms, it's not simply because he wants us to be nice people. It's because he also wants to encounter us, to fill our hearts through those three different actions. When we give alms, it's not because it's just a nice thing to do, but Jesus told us that we will find him in the poor. Remember what he said, whatever you do to the least of my brothers, you do it to me. He didn't just say, you can pretend like you're helping me. He said, you are really doing it to me. To help someone in need, to give alms, even if it's just writing a check to some organization or the church, you're still able to encounter Christ in the poor. When we fast, you have to think of the deepest meaning of fasting. Jesus called himself the bridegroom. He says, in eternity, we're gonna celebrate a wedding feast. You never begin feasting until the bride and the groom arrive. Similar to a Thanksgiving dinner, you wouldn't begin eating until all the family has gathered. To fast is to say at the deepest level, I'm waiting for Jesus. I'm waiting for heaven. It's a reminder he's coming again. And when we go to prayer, I think that's pretty obvious. It's not just saying prayers, but when I enter into prayer, when I pause in my day and give a moment to God, I am with Jesus. And that is why prayer, fasting, and almsgiving, Jesus in the gospel tells us, don't just do those things so that you can feel good about yourself or that others will see you. Do them in a hidden way because God the Father sees everything that's hidden. God the Father is right here in our hearts. So the path that I invite you to this Lent, I'm not saying don't give up the chocolate and all those things. I'm just saying carve out a little bit more time for Christ in those different ways so that you can go deeper. And at the end of Lent, what you really have, what really has happened is a transformation of our hearts. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, amen.